Who do you think Arnold is? Well, I've got a theory. Could be Bernard, a robot Bernard. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. Could be Dolores. He hid himself inside a massive robot mind. Yes, I've got a theory. We should podcast fast. Every week, a new hot take. We cannot take them back. The place with the hottest of takes. You found it. You found it. You got to the end of the maze. You found the door. Uh, your DNA has been spliced up. Welcome to Westworld Theories. I am Jim Scampoli. I am Jacob Burrows, and it doesn't look like anything to me because I'm on the podcast feed, so I'm just getting the audio. But hey, if you go to youtube.com slash shows what you know, it will look like something to you because you'll get to see our faces too. Either way, we're here to talk about Westworld episode two. Of season two, titled Reunion. So we're still settling in. We're still, I don't know how to say, like, I feel like we're just covering old ground here, uh, personally. I understand it's because they're, like, retconning what the show is, because now it's Facebook. Like, last year it was video games, and it was video games and storytelling uh, last year, uh, basically, with, with the park and all that. But now we're getting into Ripped from the Headlines, Westworld is just all about data mining and taking your DNA to clearly make a host clone of you and clear out your bank account or set nukes off or something or other. What say you, Jacob? Yeah, no, I was going to ask, uh, <laughs> and you already answered my question of how do you feel compared to last week. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, you're you're right. I think I think I, I definitely get the same vibe of like, okay, it's about data and all this stuff which they're hammering home fairly fairly hard there's still some questions in my mind as far as like this thing they show the thing that william shows uh dolores the big thing and i have no idea what it is uh but he's like showing it as as like that's the weapon or whatever do you know what i'm talking about i mean i know they mention like it's a weapon but what does he show her well uh it's, I'm trying to find the the exact, I'll, I'll send you a link to an image of what I'm talking about, I think. But, but like, it's it's this huge mechanical thing that he showed. Okay, I'm going to link you. This is, <laughs> this is getting us nowhere. I mean, I know what you're talking <laughs> so, about. I know what you're talking, like, I know that's the thing. It's like, this is the park. The park's a weapon. We're getting people's DNAs. We know people's secrets. Uh, we're jumping around in time um so yeah but yeah. like literally what is this thing what is it i because i i can't describe it because i was looking at it like it's like a half bridge that's collapsed in the middle or like a mining shaft maybe maybe they're digging up the underground that's oh what it is. yes yeah okay i know okay yeah i know what you're talking about where it basically looks like they were building that ocean that we saw in um the end of the last episode i kind Probably. of i saw it also as well as just in general like building the park but yeah. yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. I didn't personally. I didn't take that as the weapon. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, I guess obviously with this show, everything's very mysterious, and people talk in riddles and uh, analogies. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, all right. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know exactly what you're talking about. Basically, what we're talking about is that kind of when it shows the construction going on of what could potentially be that valley that becomes like an ocean. But the other side of that is that could also just be we're building the park. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. it's kind of like either way. 
it could be like digging up the underground for some sort of secret Delos base or just the underground base of, of Westworld. I, I, I thought I connected it to the weapon just because Dolores says to Teddy kind of like right after this flashback that an old friend was foolish enough to show me. And on the surface, it seems like she's talking about William as the old friend, but it might, of course, be Bernard because the episode starts with Bernard showing his whole home and these weird symbols that they linger on a lot uh, in, in his, like, the building blocks. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, but now, now Breakthrough, that's mm-hmm. the weapon. His home. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, I was going to say, maybe. He also does say that uh, he's building it so that he can have his family closer to the park. Now, I don't know where his family was originally, but we don't know where uh, Westworld is, uh, except people speak Chinese there. But hey, that could be anywhere. (laughs) Just give it five years. Am I right? Um, So uh, it's just, yeah, that's almost what I feel like. They're trying to make us think it's William, but actually it's Bernard from the beginning of the episode because his house... You know, Westworld's not going to show you, like, Arnold's old house and then never do anything with it, right? Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. It's, uh, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing, if you will. Because, um, uh, yeah, it is, now that you think about it in that context, it's like, why are we spending this amount of time to show Bernard's home where his kids can uh, die. Uh, I I will say, like, that stuff is really interesting to me. Like, Dolores, obviously, very interesting to me. Uh, Bernard, very interesting to me. But when we start getting into, like, seeing Logan again and, like, I mean, it's nice that we see the uh, Papa Delos. uh, Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, we already know. We know that... They invest in the park. We know that, you know, uh, like when Logan has to go into the meeting, we know they're all hosts because we've seen season one. Um, And and don't get me wrong, like, I guess it's still like a nice scene and I get why it's there, but I just feel like it's very familiar territory. And uh, while like a robot uprising is going on, I don't need to see the uh, investment uh, pitch, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But the reason it's a bit titillating to me is that we've never, ever seen it outside the park. And it does sort of broaden it up because, of course, the revolution doesn't stop at the edge of the park. So we're going to be heading out here. And it's interesting to know what sort of level the people outside the park are at. I mean... I'm still, you know, one of these weeks, bang, zap, straight to the moon, Jim. We're Westworld's on the moon. I'm still on that tip. But generally speaking, uh, it's it's like we're getting a feel that the world of technology is like is not very far in the future at all based on this, at least in the flashbacks. Well, but that's also part of the thing, because the thing is, I completely agree with you. I, you know, we've been wondering about the outside world this whole time, so... Seeing Bernard and Dolores in the, quote, real world, I loved all that. But um, it's just some of the other stuff because it also tells me we're seeing these familiar faces. And this is, what, 30 years ago, 35 years ago. We haven't had upgrades. Like, they were already kind of there uh, at Westworld. And then things were just just kind of moseyed on along for the next 30 years. I mean, I guess they're hinting at they didn't put more... Uh, R&D into the hosts, per se. They put it into gathering secrets and gathering DNA. But 
I don't know. I remember, I mean, I guess the flashbacks in season one were even before this when they had kind of the rickety hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just tough when we keep jumping around through time. And I get that's kind of the point is since we have these cyborgs, they could be in any time frame and they look the same. But it's like my iPhone doesn't look the same from two years ago. So like yeah. we're sticking around with the same molds and everything like that. Uh, it, it's just when, when we get too deep into some of that stuff, it starts to break it a little bit for me just because, I mean, I guess partially because of frustration because it feels like we're covering the same ground. And partially I just don't feel like we're getting anything new. Besides, don't get me wrong, like I said, I love the Bernard and Dolores stuff and seeing Dolores throw these different times because she is the oldest host and how now all this stuff that you thought was deleted is informing her in the future present <laughs> that we're mm-hmm. in. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's, it's nitpicky stuff. I, it doesn't, it's not, I'm not saying the show is bad. I'm just like anxious to get to things and, I got to settle into Westworld where Westworld's going to play around with you for a little bit till we start to get to things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not super excited to see Logan. I mean, we might see old Logan and I uh, I, there would, would, sorry, what was that? I'm sorry. I didn't mean, good job. But yeah, I was waiting for like the reveal when they have a reveal yeah. with one of the uh, Despacitos or whatever he was. Uh, <laughs> that's a song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's old Logan. <laughs> Desperados, maybe. Yeah, Desperados. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't really care about that. Although it does, f- that stuff did give me a bit more uh, meat on the bones as far as caring about William in the present. Because, like, the last episode, my take on it, him was like, I'm an old, bored fuck and I just want to <laughs> fight to the death. And now we've seen how he set all of this up. And in the present, he's saying that it, it was his biggest mistake and he wants to set it right. And I don't know if right in his mind is going to be right in our mind or whatever. Uh, but it's interesting because Arnold, uh, no, not Arnold, uh, Robert went through the same thing of like he was against what Arnold was doing and then at the end he went out exactly the same way propping up the robot uprising and uh, this does give us a bit more dimensionality on William who last season it was a gimmick that we had the past and the present and now at least in this episode I felt that it they sort of um, reflected and informed one another these time streams. I completely agree with that. Uh, everything you're saying is is absolutely right. Um, I think I'm just being, I'm just being too anxious because I'm like, no, tell me, tell me what's going yeah. on, Westworld, please. And it's like that's not Westworld. I need to settle in. I need to, I need to get used to it. I need to be like boning up on my Greek mythology yeah. because what uh, they mentioned that it was, Westworld company was initially initially was the Argos Initiative, which of course is the Greek island in the ship that carried Jason and the Argonauts. And Delos right. is also a Greek island in a birthplace of the twins, Apollo and Artemis. Of course, they were literally children of the gods Zeus and Leto. Oh, yeah, right. No, of course, we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, well, since we established that the first scene is probably going to be important later, let's go through a bit of details on it when Dolores and Arnold are hanging out. I mean, first of all, she's looking out at the city and is amazed while Arnold says, you know, after a while, it doesn't look like anything at all, sort of mirroring the famous line of doesn't look like anything. And it's interesting because it's, I mean, 
I think we've all thought this sometimes that we're, we're like when you look at your iPhone and you're like, what the fuck? This is crazy that I'm this can do this like, but we forget it's all totally ordinary to us, everything. And that's sort of what uh, Arnold is talking about there. Yes. And I like the way it plays out because then it's just programming because she repeats it again. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this is like when I had to tell my Alexa to turn my kitchen on lights on twice because the stupid robot doesn't get it the first time. Uh, but I, and, I, and it kind of like, I mean, it's what he was talking about because of the meeting and, you know, maybe some of her improv programming isn't quite there. And I don't know. I just like that moment because it feels so genuine at first. And then when it just repeats again, it's like, oh, yeah, you're programmed to think this is so cool, but you're just a dumb robot. Yeah, and that's the thing he has to come face-to-face with because I, I believe the whole thing that he realized was, no, she needs time to grow this whole real personality, and, and it can't just happen like that. Um, we also get an Anthony Hopkins uh, in, impersonator in The Reflection uh, who's like, oh, Arnold, Arnold, what are you doing? There was a time I thought this was charming and all that, so that's good. But then they head off to show Dolores um, Arnold's home that he's building, and they say he says some stuff about how she has something quite a lot in common with his son. Clearly, his son is not dead yet. He's not gone off the deep end. Um, and he says, you both see it so clearly, the beauty of it, the possibility of it. So many people have stopped seeing it at all. Um, and at the end of the scene, she asks if he will bring her back. She'd like to see it again. And he says, of course, I promise. Which feels like, you know, that... It, I, I like the writing in this scene in general. It's like you said, when she repeats it, it's like, oh, this felt so important and yet it wasn't. But still, when he said, when he promises to bring her back, she's not going to remember this, but he's sort of hatching the plan of getting her out into the real world and, and all that stuff at the same time. And we have the important symbols that will definitely be important later. Yeah, and then also the question as well is, so, I mean, Arnold's son died and I... I had to pull it up real quick you know people are saying it was due to cancer but then i guess is that the real is that really what happened or because we know that hosts are built with their um like trauma like it's a big it's an important part of their like character Mm. um so i mean how much do we know of uh, what is real with arnold i I, it's obviously purposely vague or do we just kind of take that at face value I think I've lost track of all, you know, the talks we had with <laughs> yeah. Arnold last season because some of them were in the past and some of them were with Bernard who could have had implanted memories and then even in the past Arnold was going crazy anyway, so what can we trust with what he was saying? Uh but I'm working under the assumption that he had a son who died and it would almost I mean, I'm saying this now, you can play it back later, but it would feel redundant if it was like, and his son was a host too, or whatever. Like, it would it would be uh, un- unnecessary. What do you think? Uh, well, I'm just reading. I mean, we are, it is called Westworld Theories, so we can go over some theories. Someone has a yeah. theory that uh, there's a suggestion that his son was actually a girl who grew up to be Charlotte Hale. And Ford messed up Bernard's memories to cover it up. But then Bernard's with Charlotte in these episodes, yeah. so I don't think that's quite the case. Uh, but maybe his son... Well, no, because this is supposed to be actually Bernard. He does say he has a son. So he has a son. Done deal. Uh, the thing is, is just the death. Um, I guess one can assume 
You mean it's supposed to be Arnold? I mean, I, I get it mixed up as well. Oh, I'm We're sorry. With, with yes. Arnold, and he does with say Arnold. he has a son, so yes. it's got to be a son. Yes. Or his son is someone we have yet to meet, and he is alive. But we'll see. It's Westworld theories. <laughs> yeah, all. it's Logan. Logan is <laughs> yeah, his son Logan. for no reason. Um, yeah, I mean, that sort of thing, I get that. Uh, as I said, I'm like, oh, but why would they do that? But that's what I said last season about everything that then turned out to be true. So, I mean, his son, there's probably going to be something more there. I don't really feel any of those breadcrumbs yet. And it does make perfect sense to me if his son dies, that then that leads him to get more and more into the park and doing his crazy experiment and eventually killing himself. Very true, very true. Although he does already say that he lives at the park even with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, uh, his wife says that exactly, and wives yeah. tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> but yes. yeah, so either way, uh, Bernardold is very uh, complicated and uh, messed up character. We don't know what to believe, and we hopefully the truth will reveal itself. So the symbol that's all over there is basically a plus sign with four uh, dots around it, and um, it is a sign often found on Greek vases from around 700 BC. It is used in certain types of cartography as a sign indicating stone bottom at the water's edge. Whatever that means, but there's a lot of water motif going on in this season so far. It's because Westworld's underwater. Right. (laughs) In 17th century alchemy or chemistry, I guess alchemy and chemistry was kind of the same thing at that point. Um, It uh, represented distilled vinegar. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> or something else. <laughs> I don't think this is important. Uh, well, hey, what's what you know, what's thicker, blood or water or vinegar? Isn't that the same? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blood's thicker than vinegar. That's the saying, right? But, but it's all often anyway used as a sign of water. And there's actually a shot someone pulled up of like first season uh, of just someone in Westworld carrying a jug of water. It looks like I'm not sure if that's what it is, and it has that symbol except it's tilted on the sign, so it's kind of like an X with dots around it. So there's that. Was that farm boy that got murdered last week? Was he carrying water? I don't remember. Mm, I don't know. I can what if he's up, important? I'd... What if he was Bernard's son, Arnold's? Mm, could be. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, right. get back on track. No, Stop that's it. What we're do- no, no, no. We're, we want to go off track as much as possible. It's the whole concept of this show, Jim. But anyway, that is the whole extent. Like, we've, we haven't even, we've got to the intro just now. We're at the intro. So the yeah. intro plays. Uh, and then we're back in the present. Or it's not even the present because it's like when the park is getting fucked up. So it's like two weeks ago. And I say this with air quotes. Uh, I, I, don't, I think that's what they said last week. But of course, yeah, they basically any, said it was any like period of time. 12 days, 12, like 11 or 12 days beforehand before like basically present day to us is um, Bernard walking around with the like Delos people and trying to finding the, all the hosts drowned in the water. Like we don't we really don't s- yeah, we don't see any of that time frame in this episode, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was going to ask as well. I, I think you're right. Um, so instead, we see Dolores uh, following on last week when they found something. Dolores breaking into basically the, the lab with Teddy to show him all the sights and uh, sort of prove what's going on. Um, and there's people there still working because they don't even know things are fucked up yet. But uh, Dolores comes in and lets them know how fucked up it all is. And uh, Teddy as well needs to figure this out. And, you know, the, 
the question like ask him why was so great because we already knew the answers in our heads i think of it's just for fun but it's still <laughs> great when he like delivers that and teddy looks like what the fuck is going on here yeah 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 i i, I do like this uh i like this scene and um it's kind of like i like dolores looking at dead hosts and it's like oh we could just bring all these things back and use them to our advantage yeah. Um, and then, of course, when they start playing the the piano Kanye uh, cover, uh, mm, uh, I, I love the idea too that um, uh, we might have even talked about this, but like since it is in the future, so like Ford was a big Kanye fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he grew up because he's an old man. Kanye. But like that's why it's like, oh, remember this classic Kanye song? Oh man, I'd love to play that in the park. I could just imagine Ford having a Twitter that's very similar to Kanye, you know, just tweeting his weird things about humanity and evolution and everything, and everyone's just loving it. And I think there was a lot of questions. I mean, it it was answered relatively soon. I mean, we knew that this actor was back, but uh, I think at the end of last season, we did kind of think like, oh, okay, maybe we're done with young William. We're done with this now, but clearly we're not. Yeah. No, clearly not. And I even feel like after this episode, like, are we done with young William now? But uh, I feel like uh, we're going to get some more of that. We, I mean, we're we, done with him yeah. until we think we're done with him. And then we find a host that's young William. And he yep. starts talking to the man in black, giving him, you know, uh, all different types of mysterious answers. Yeah, no, that that will happen in in this. Like, don't even worry about it. It will happen. Well, and it, it'll um, be one of those things where... We're going to see a young character and think it's a flashback, but then they're a host and it's present day or it's the fucking future. I didn't need to say the F word there. I apologize. This show is so perfect, man. They can do anything. And we're just going to be like, mind blown. Uh, Speaking of William, you know, we see him in the future now uh, heading up to save his old pal who's hanging upside down by a tree, getting eaten up by ants. uh, And he shoots these three brothers uh, but still, one of them's kind of still alive, though. So he has to do a little, uh, do a do a little uh, exercise there for those old bones. And then they head off to a saloon, get some whiskey, and he knocks something out of a wall that's presumably planted there by his whole Delos connection thing. And I don't think we find out what that is, do we? I assumed it was just like a first aid kit. Right, yeah. Because and then oh, yeah, because he does. Yeah, he he, he like closes his wound with like a sonic screwdriver thing, right? And that's why he says like it's cheating, like because mm-hmm. uh, he's like, what is that? He's like, it's cheating, but you know, circumstances. He has some line like that, and then yeah, he's pulling like some buckshot out of his arm or whatever, and kind of sewing himself up like a badass. And uh, I, I do like the idea that like all this shit's going down and a lot of the hosts are just still playing out their storylines. Like they're still just, because I mean, what else are they going to do to that? It's not really that different to them um, until they get like their extra enlightenment or what have you. Um, But yeah. And the other thing, I guess, uh, is it due to the communication or it's just something Ford did that all of them can hurt? Because I wasn't sure if like only the ones in the know can hurt people or basically they can all really hurt people now. I think all of them, and I think that, um, I mean, yeah, the whole idea was to play for keeps uh, for the man in black. It wouldn't really work if just some of them could. And I think as well they do mention um, 
well, when they're heading into that town, Pariah, and uh, the man in black, why do I keep calling William says, I always call him William. The, I think we should still call him the man in black because that's, uh, that's how I always put him in the notes still, even though we know it's William. But like, it's almost like when we say William, we're talking about young William and man in black is, you know. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's true. So so he does say something like, okay, uh, like the the town's got even more to hell because it's off the rails now. Like they're still playing out their narratives, but there's no one there to reset them. So when mm. they reach the climax of their narrative, they're not going to get reset. They're just going to keep going and it's going to go off the rails, much like we like to do in this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, so, yes. And he, I mean, he talks to his friend. I don't remember his friend's name, uh, but this guy he's been hanging out with in the, you know, in the past as well is a revolutionary, and he sort of convinces him to go along with this, uh, his real revolution. Like now, you have a chance at a real revolution. Oh, Lawrence, right? The guy he saves. That's right. Yep. That's right. Um, so, so they do that. He has the first aid thing, and uh, then we get even more of, uh, as you mentioned. Um, <laughs> Dolores has the idea of just uh, rebooting a bunch of people to uh, buff up her army and also tortures a guy by having this white stuff all over his face, making him point out where they're probably going to appear with reinforcements and things like that. Yes. Now, I mean, uh, both our characters here, between the man in black and Dolores, we see them throughout this episode building up an army. Now, Dolores I get because it's like they they're, she's kind of awaiting the you know, the backup that's supposed to arrive and take out all the hosts, kind of like what we see in Bernard's time frame, like uh, 10 days in the future or what have you. Uh, now, the man in black building up an army, is that just like he's getting ready for a boss fight? Like what he's going for, he knows there'll be a lot of hosts guarding it. Is that the idea? I, I just wasn't... That, oh, they do mention he wants to go, like, west or whatever they say, and, oh, there's so many army people there, but it does feel like it's kind of mainly to get Gus Fring in the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, what was your take? Yeah, that's. I just wasn't fully clear on what he needed an army for. Um, if it was similar, where he thinks people are going to try to come in and shut things down, and he's not going to let that happen, or if he's just anticipating, you know, basically a boss fight where to get to his goal i think yeah uh i mean they do say about like there's a bunch of army people there but i sort of felt like well yeah that's just a host saying that you don't know like it is all off the rails now so even who even knows mm, okay and then I, I assume what that guy was being burnt up with when he's being tortured is that like what they used to make like skin molds or something i i, I wasn't fully clear i was just trying to guess on it yeah, I mean, it's the stuff they dip the hosts yeah. in to give them that nice glaze, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're talking a lot about, like, the pearly gates and things like that. I mean, the man in bike does talk about how there's probably no god out there, but here people are sure being watched and judged, and we're going to reach the place of judgment, the pearly greats, gates, um, and that stuff. And the man in bike says, nah, it's three days ride due west. That was the line. And and Lawrence says there's our masses of confederados out there, hundreds. So that's when it gets to like, oh, the only, the only other way we have to go to... Oh yeah, that's when they say we need an army to break through. And then it's like, oh, we got to go to Pariah and all that. Yeah, and then I, I forgot, like, they do make reference to this character that Gus Fring plays was like Lawrence's uh, character for a little while. And I do remember yeah. they kind of showed that in the first season. I mean, it's still... it's. It's such a kick-ass Westworld scene. I mean, never mind. Gus Fring showing up's kick-ass and awesome. 
But then when it's Ford talking through Gus Fring and like all the all those hosts are shooting themselves in the head because it's like you must go it alone, man in black. Like, oh, yes. what a cool moment. The only thing that made it sort of confusing for me is that Lawrence says the only other route is through Pariah. So the man in black kind of, or someone says, we'll need an army or we'll go through Pariah. But they go to Pariah and try to get the army of the people there. And it's like, no, you got to go alone. And I was like, well, I thought Pariah was the way where you went alone. And uh, all you just killed yourself. So that made it kind of easier anyway. Yeah. And I mean, kind of in between some of these scenes, like we had been mentioning at the top of the episode, is we we're seeing the backstory of the park. We're meeting. uh, We see William's family and his father-in-law, who like runs the Delos company, and kind of his pitch on the park. Uh, So we get another moment. I mean, we get the moment in the party with Logan, where the party all freezes and they're all hosts, and then we get the park. We see Dolores and Teddy in the park freezes and then William and uh, his father-in-law are discussing it. And you see some other like business guys in the back. Like there's this big Mm -hmm. demo uh, for what's going on here. And we're getting closer to what was hinted at in the first episode where, you know, like we said, it's ripped from the headlines. It's data mining, or at least there's an element there. Um, To what end, we're not fully clear on. I don't think it's just getting people's sex secrets. I mean, clearly there's something going on with DNA, and we saw that host um, clone or whatever that was like t- uh, basically keeping track of memories and DNA and somehow keeping them together. I'm sure it's something to do with clones or something. Uh, what say you? Uh, I say, well, I think specifically what they're talking about there in the park when they're sort of analyzing this business opportunity, uh, uh, Delos, Mr. Delos, he doesn't see the point of any of all this. Uh, he, he doesn't get why this would be useful. It's just helping people live out their fantasies. So that's when William dictates sort of what what it could actually be. And he talks about... I mean, it does make sense with his experience in the first season of when he came there, like, oh, I don't know about this. And then he went crazy, basically, and went into the world and like, I'm going to live out my wildest fantasies and I actually going to fall in love with a robot and all this shit. So he's talking about getting to see what people actually want and how they behave when they don't have any limitations. And he says, if you can't see the business in that, then you're not the man I thought you were. Now, that does sound like it's kind of like... We're going to track them so we can sell better toothpaste to them. But that's clearly not the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what we would do now, like, just through, oh, Facebook and so, and so on. We, we track everything and uh, the ads and the marketing. But it's not ads and marketing. That would be silly. It's got to be the DNA and uh, and la- that stuff. Um, and and probably, like, p- to is it simply to blackmail people? Because that doesn't seem right. Because Dolores also says that she's going to find this weapon which is, you know, to do with this information one way or another, and she's going to use it to destroy all of it or all of them and take over. So you can't really do that uh, with just information about how people like to have weird kinky sex. Yeah, because it's also... A, I mean, I going to Westworld in this universe of this show, it's like if your friend says, I'm going to Thailand, you're like, uh-oh, uh, should I be friends with this person? Uh, you're single, uh, and you're old, and you're going to Thailand. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's what they I'm got saying. Good beaches. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, if they're old, that does make it weird. That's suspicious. Um, yes, well, I, I guess so. But we still, I mean, we know, but we don't know. And I feel like we maybe are supposed to think we know. What do you think? Well, I are mean, we supposed it, to think we well, know? especially talking in like the vagaries of like, uh, if you don't see the business in that, you're not a businessman. We as the audience are like, I'm a businessman. I know what he means, <laughs> even though we don't know what he means. You know, yeah. we're gonna pretend we know what it means because it's like, hey, I I know a thing or two about business. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I don't know exactly what he means, but I mean, obviously, we're gonna see. And yes, it. That, I, I'm in total agreement. Like, I'm sure there's elements of that. There's definitely elements of, you know, having people's secrets and using that to a certain advantage. But that's not the main goal. There's got to be more to it. Uh, and I guess we'll find out when we see. Um, a hundred and twenty year old uh, Delos man, and how he's still alive through a host or whatever, because his consciousness has been downloaded to one of those little white brains. Uh, but also, how it shows how sick young William is. Um, that you know he brought Dolores to the retirement party to play piano, mm -hmm. and it's like this sick thing where he's there with his family, but also there's the the robot love of his life. Like it does show like how he's really cracking up and b becomes this man that we know as the man in black. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, and yeah, it is kind of heartbreaking later towards the end. We mentioned this thing that he shows Dolores where they're excavating or building or whatever. And he says like, you really are just a thing. I can't believe I fell in love with you. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm so silly. Um, so, uh, I, mean, I mean, well, one of the interesting things, though, is because like now that we're seeing we're seeing William involved in stuff and like building a thing. But it would never have been thought before that that would be happening because season everything season one taught us is that Ford controls everything. So I know they're probably not going to have Anthony Hopkins back. We're going to have like a young version of him. I'm really interested in what his uh, how he's playing into this, because. I can't it's not like William is now the the William is now Ford and I understand that they are investing in the park and so they obviously have some more power but the way season 1 told us is that Ford would never let them change things but now he's like openly building a ravine or a weapon or whatever so I'm really interested to see how like how that's going to play out well, as they say in, I think, the previously on, they're talking about how, from last season, there's a line of how this place is one thing to Ford and the director, and there's one thing to the people working, and one thing to the guests, and, and one another thing, completely another thing to us. So I think, um, as far as that, Delos, we've seen the they have these little bases of operations that are not known to people like Bernard. I'm saying Bernard because, you know, when he's there with uh, Charlotte... Yeah. Uh, and, and whatever he doesn't know about that stuff so i think that the delos investment i mean the thing that william pitches is not about hey we're gonna tell great stories they actually don't care about that and that's what ford cares about so that's why he's had free reign to work on that as long as he doesn't mess up anything uh as as far as what delos wants but then last season, obviously, he was, you know, taking charge and making a new narrative. And then the narrative, of course, is much larger than just little games he's playing. I don't think Delos really care about the storylines going on. Why else would they allow someone to be hired like the hack writer who's following along with uh, Maeve at this point? No, oh, yeah, very true. I just, from the, the hype I bought into about Ford, I wouldn't buy that he wouldn't know about even that, like, secret area that they went into with Bernard. Oh, 
Like yeah. he has to know that stuff's going on. And I mean, obviously to an extent, the uh, it's part of what maybe triggered him into this new narrative and what he's up to. Um, I just, when we're seeing these flashbacks and stuff, I know it'd be kind of, it's going to be kind of corny to see a young Ford, but I need to see like his reaction to some of these things happening. Yeah, that's a good point. I also feel like he knew about all of that and he's like a weird chess mastermind behind it all, of course. But I mean, that's also going to figure into what he's programmed into all these freaking hosts because he is, you know, he is the ghost in the machine now. We don't need Anthony Hopkins because we can have Gus Fring speaking as him. Very true. Very true. Also, he's very expensive. But yes, so speaking of Maeve and his writer boy, they do meet up. I guess out of coincidence with Dolores as they're heading their separate ways and they get to have a little cool back and forth of their different ideologies on what should be done. And I think you were speaking of this like last week of getting to see their different points of view and who is more right or wrong and who's going to be the real savior of the robot race. Uh, What did you think of this reunion between them? Well, yeah, I was going to say like Westworld is so good at this. Um, I mean, I know, like, in these past two episodes and at the top of this episode, I may sound fairly negative, and uh, I apologize for that if you're a big fan of the show. I'm not trying to do that, because I can't deny, like, I remember last year when there was finally a Ford and Man in Black, like, just interaction and sit-down. It was kind of like, oh, shit, oh, my God, and it's it's similar here, and we're only in episode two, and just a quick little meeting was, uh, uh, it was really kick-ass. It was great to see the back and forth and yeah, really kind of help uh, like basically layer out what these two characters are for. And um, it does kind of show that even though I'm still a little iffy on Maeve and on her attachment to like uh, a fake child, it does show that she is doing her own thing in a way. Like um, Dolores is, yeah, getting revenge, but is part of that, part of her programming like that's always going to be the argument with the hosts but it does Mm -hmm. kind of um single Maeve out more as like a unique uh thing because she's just going for her own you know personal journey I guess and then Dolores is doing kind of the cliche robot uprising yes and Dolores is I mean she claims obviously to be fighting for freedom and everything but she's literally like taking control of all the other hosts one way or another and Maeve is the only one that she's let slip out of her grasp because she actually uses that rhetoric against her like well you're fighting for freedom so you have to let me go right but everyone else like when she recruits her army she kills them all and then like reboots them because they don't want to do what she wants them to and she even says later when they're going to meet up with someone else she's like oh, uh, we can just change his mind. But she means literally change yeah. his mind and go in and man- manipulate those things, which would be like, aren't you just as bad as them now? And I would guess she would say something cryptic about how I should be hung on a cross, <laughs> and uh, that would be the end of that argument. But it does seem a bit like Maeve is more in the right. Yes, and uh, and Dolores, for her, all her thing about basically going and getting revenge on their god she's really playing god for sure like yeah she's killing people and bringing them back to life to show her power and basically get their you know faith for uh for lack of a better word and building her army that way yeah and they have a, that line that Maeve gets to say that revenge is just a different prayer at their altar darling and i'm well <laughs> off my knees so that's a good line yeah 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 good stuff but uh d- did you uh 
Did you do you think this is the reunion that the title episode? I mean, the title uh, references. Uh, are there any other reunions that uh, seem apparent? I mean, we do have Dolores and past William at some point. I guess there's a few. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have Man in Black and Lawrence. It's quite a reunion. Uh, so it's very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, that's obviously a big one because we do know that she, that it, for what we know with Maeve's journey, it did start with Dolores giving her the classic line and kind of setting her on this path. So, Yes, and I think that's their only interaction before this yeah. uh, as well. Um, so, yeah, then Dolores does go to this barn where people are eating like it's the last supper. You know how you always hang out and you just sit at one side of the table, right, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you're having dinner? Uh-huh. So you're very far away from everyone, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and guns get pulled. But, of course, I mean, it's it's fine because we've had so much buildup with Dolores, but it is kind of this thing of... I'm just going to walk into danger and not even care. And if they had some sort of plan as far as how to defeat them, it almost would have felt a bit cooler. But their plan is we're going to shoot them super fast. They're not going to have a chance to shoot us because we're too badass. Yeah, no, I agree with that because I was waiting for something. Yeah, like some big twist to happen of what she was going to do, even if it was just like doing the old freeze them or whatever, because she has the power to do that. But it, yeah, it really was. Uh, I'm going to talk tough, and then we're just going to shoot you really quick. And, but meanwhile, these are like uh, varmints, and I imagine they all have their guns on them, but they're all just a little too slow to really kind of come back and and uh, shoot one of them in time. Yeah, which I didn't, you know, completely buy, but I guess they've just been, you know, they've they've had their stats upped by a million, so it's basically like playing on god mode at this point for them, I would assume. Um and, you know, even when they say that stakes are real, I mean, stakes are not really real if you have a guy with an iPad because you could just reboot anyone. And I guess even if Dolores dies, she can get rebooted. So the stakes are kind of just real for the man in black uh, and any other humans that might find their way in here. Yeah, unless they unless it's just a nice reveal for them to find out that they're actually a host. Everyone's a host. And yeah. uh, on we go. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, they, they do the shooting and then the rebooting, the shooting boot, we're going to call it from now on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and we get the whole flashback to the retirement party and all of that going on. And, and we get to see Logan again. I mean, and Logan is basically like a drug addict now. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's because it's William has shown him up as the true heir to the Delos family. And even though Logan is kind of the one that pushed to invest into Westworld, he didn't see it for what it was. I mean, this is all what I'm assuming because he's just yeah. all sad and, uh, you know, talking to Dolores and shooting up multiple needles. Yeah, I mean, he did bring out the psychopath in William in season one when they were in the park, and he had to. And William had a little speech about how, um, so you're you're just a little cuck, aren't you? And he's <laughs> like, no, no, but he was on the horse, and he was like, had to ride off naked, or I don't really recall, but something along those lines. And um, yeah, now he's all now he can't do nothing, and uh, he he does get to say something about how they've like signed their own death warrant or something like that. I I don't recall the exact. Yeah, he says, do you know what they're celebrating up there? Um, that, darling, he says, is the sound of fools fiddling. I'm just watching it now to see the exact quote. While the whole fucking species starts to burn. So he at least is kind of 
tuned into what's going on, more or less. Yes, yeah, because I mean, I, I I didn't really read it that he knew what their like ultimate plan was. I just read it as he was speaking like evolutionary, where we've built these things that are already yeah. so advanced, and they're only going to get better and eventually replace us. Yeah, because he did say, you know. We're not here yet at the start where he had saw the people freezing. We're not here. And then it's like, yeah, we're here um, for sure. So um, then we have the Gus Fring scene, as it shall forever be known. Yeah. Uh, so which, great to you know, see he, Gus Fring, though. Yeah, yeah. He was mainly in it, apparently, because Anthony Hopkins liked him in Breaking Bad, as far as what I read uh, oh, that's... online. There's a bunch of articles about how Anthony Hopkins liked Gus Fring in Breaking Bad and wanted him to be in Westworld. And I mean, not to take anything away from Gus Fring. Uh... <laughs> What's the actor's name? Uh, uh, it's on I'll, the tip I'll... of my tongue, I honestly... But uh, I would almost, I was going to say, like, I could I could almost guarantee like everything you've seen him in since has been because the uh, people liked him as Gus Fring. Like that's true. Like, we that gotta get that guy. Totally true. Let's get that. Oh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> yes, um, it is kind of. I, I it's honestly. I mean, I liked him in it, but he it is sort of distracting for me. I guess it makes sense because just like the hosts are replaceable, it's like. Oh no! Now this guy's here, and then he's dead. It's not as bad as having Ed Sheeran in in Game of Thrones or anything like that. No way. I mean, he's actually an actor, so get him in there for sure. Have him do the part. But I honestly did not see him shooting himself in the head at the end. I thought it would be more than just a little bit part, and it's only because he's in that little bit that it's like, oh man, if he'd been in like three episodes, I would have been so psyched for it. And now it was kind of like, yeah, the scene didn't make that much sense to me personally. Cause yeah, it's kind of cool that Robert's sort of fucking with the man in black still, but, uh, you know, what, what well, was your take on the scene? I mean, all I'm doing, I'm just wondering if they damage their white brain chips when they do that. Yeah. Cause like I was talking about that last week. Um, and plus, yeah, I guess that is a nice subversion because you bring in this kind of known guy, uh, and have him do that. But the great thing about it is that he can always just be resurrected by Dolores or what have you. So we may see him again. But I, I, I did really like the scene. It was a it was a great Westworld scene. And I do like the the ghosts and machine uh, ghosts in the machine, as you said, with Ford uh, speaking to the man in black. And what does he say? The game was meant for you, but you must play it alone. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it is a, it is kind of a. I mean, retcon's not the right the right word, but it did feel like season one um, was all like by the end. It was about how it's not about you, and now they just mm -hmm. had to like they kind of had to figure out a way. I mean, we saw it with Little Ford in the first episode that basically setting up a new narrative for the Men in Black, like it, it was the plan all along. But I mean, I love the Men in Black, so I'm down for it. Yeah, yeah, no, very true. It's almost like this little last game. It can't be, I mean, it's obviously not the whole point of everything, but it's almost like Ford put it in just as a little fuck you, which makes you wonder why is the man in black playing it, but he does actually set out his goals in the earlier scene, which I appreciated when he talks about how he's going to go to the place of judgment, the pearly gates, or the valley beyond, or glory, whatever you want to call it. If it's all the same, who knows? They all throw around these phrases. Uh, but he's going to go there, and then he's going to burn the whole thing to the ground, he says. Um, and, you know, I think Ford would actually be down with that, right? I was going to say that. I was going to say that, like, what we know of the characters now at this point, it's almost like they're on the same side. Yeah. 
which is interesting. Mm. Um, so moving on, it, it does. We do have that final flashback where uh, <laughs> William meets up with naked Dolores in the past and says he can't believe he, you know, that he fell in love with just a thing, just a weird little thing like you, uh, and then shows this thing that we talked about at the beginning. And then finally, we have in the present uh, Dolores and uh, Teddy. And by the way, Teddy has had uh, quite the journey. He does not. <laughs> he's like. He's not super down with any of this, right? He's always like, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck? Like, all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's, I always, like, forget he's there. And then you see him in the background of a scene or something, or, or Dolores will call on him and kind of enlighten him a little bit more. And, and he just keeps being like, what? Also this and this? But why? Why? Yeah, it's it's kind of like if you have a... Uh, happen to have a partner who's incredibly politically active and you're like oh yeah okay i guess we're doing this and he's like oh well now we gotta burn down the white house like wait 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 what are we doing but i but you're so hot Ooh, what do we do Ooh. um <laughs> so anyway the place they arrive at is like a big fort and i'm gonna assume that this is the same place that the man in black had to get through to go for like three days west um so because they do say that like yeah the the colonel i think and his men aren't going to be that happy to see him um so uh and he, and she said oh we're just going to change his mind so yes yeah. and then yeah it's it's not a place it's a weapon i'm going to use it to destroy them mm-hmm. to destroy, destroy them, them. Destroy <laughs> i'm ultron i need to protect people from people <laughs> by destroying mm-hmm. people Exactly. So that is the end of the episode. Yes. Um, I mean, it is true. We are settling into it in a way. Uh, feels like, as you said, we're not even in the present, quote unquote, right now. And uh, it, we might not see the present for a while. Right? What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, uh, it does feel like it feels like at least two episodes in, it feels like the main cusp of this season is going going to be those 12 days. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong because, I mean, that's the, the beauty of this show is that, you know, then in the next episode, everything's wrapped up and we're on, on to the next. You know, we're back with Drowned Teddy and Bernard, and that's our journey through the rest of the show. But it could very easily be that that's what we saw at the end of the first episode. We're not going to really revisit that until, you know, three or four episodes down the line. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, we touched on it last time that whatever is happening in the present is we shouldn't take it at face value. Uh, Like various theories that we've seen the brains, probably someone's brain is going to be in someone else's body, at least at some point is Bernard in quotes, Bernard. I mean, we know he's Arnold, but is he even Dolores? Who is he? Like, and that's the sort of thing they can definitely hold as a reveal if they don't visit that timeline for a bit uh then there's time to explore these uh these days that have gone past because i'm not even convinced that the people showing up there are really delos or you know they could be part of the narrative or they could be one year in the future or you know whatever um it's it's really all possible one thing to look forward to is tigers and getting into the other worlds hopefully um because They've basically promised that, and I will be very disappointed if it's just another tease at the end of the season, like, oh, we see one samurai. No, please, I want to see the other worlds. Yeah, I mean, it already seems like we saw flashes of uh, Maeve with, like, a samurai sword, so uh, I assume we'll be getting there uh, shortly. Did we? When was that? 
Um, in the uh, this season on Westworld after the first episode. Oh, okay. I don't. Wa- I didn't watch that. Even. Uh, I mean, I know I should because we're all, all like about the theories and stuff. But I, I still tra- tend to avoid trailers. But I, st- I was still dig into like behind the scenes stuff, but not <laughs> necessarily that. But yeah, I'm sure you're right. Uh, Samurai Swords of Plenty will be coming up. Yes, I'm excited. And then yeah, yeah. I guess we're gonna see Jungle World or whatever these um, uh, tigers are coming from. Animal Planet. Yeah, Georgetown. I feel like George of the Jungle over uh, here. Um, I think that wraps up uh, episode two. Do you have? Do you want to throw out any predictions or questions as far as uh, you know? You listeners can please send in your feedback on Westworld through shows which you know show at gmail dot com. And if you send us uh, any of that, we will include it here in the in the show. Um, we haven't gotten any any new stuff this week, but please do send it in if you have any thoughts on what we're saying right now or after you watch the next episode. And we will be live streaming every Tuesday at uh, 9 o'clock-ish LA time. Uh, no, sorry, 9 yep, o'clock no. Swedish time, yep. about noon LA time. Yes, yes. And then everything And I did between. now also see the picture of her with a samurai sword. So, you know, I was more hyped for it before I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just in my imagination, but I'm still hopeful they'll uh, make it pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, no, I mean, not much else to say. Like I said, I just, I'm waiting for the clones. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, that the, the president's a host and the yeah. launch nukes. I mean, basically, yeah, that's, I mean, the man in black wants to, you know, burn it to the ground, literally. And they he does say, even before he says that, he says, we're all soon going to be dead, making me feel like someone might nuke Westworld just to be safe from the robots uh, one way or another, wh- whether that's what they want or not. And I'm also, I mean, I guess this wouldn't really work, but I'm half waiting for the flashback of man in black in the real world, but everyone's treating him like a piece of shit or whatever, like he's like a nerd. But here in Westworld, he's, you know, tough and badass. Yeah. <laughs> Although, with what yeah. we know of young William, it wouldn't really watch, but I, I'm waiting for like, it. Like Black Mirror style? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, please please share your thoughts. And, um, you know, you could find more of Jacob at awesomepedia.org, uh, all kinds of good stuff. And also Awesomepedia on YouTube. There's a new uh, video essay on writing fight scenes that's very entertaining and you can find more from me at jimandthem.com and jimandthem on youtube very good with that i only have one last question for you jim oh what's that is this now i forgot what it was thank god you remember (laughs) thank god you remembered